It's Tia. It's been a Mississippi minute, but we bite, baby. What's up, Pink Posse? It's your girl, Ja. And yep, we back at it like a crack addict. It's your girl, Jiggy, a.k.a. Tanika. Listen, pull up on us. It's time to cut up, because we back. What's up, Pink Posse? It's your girl, Koji, and we're back. Pink Sunday Radio. Well, hello, 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 everyone. It's your girl, Koji. Welcome to another edition of Pink Sunday Radio. I have my girls, Jiggy. Hey, y'all. Tia. Hello, hello, hello. And Ja. Pink Posse. And we do have our special guest waiting, Michael McIvory Jones. Michael, welcome to the show. Hello, y'all. Thanks for having me. Yes, no problem. Before we get started and you introduce yourself, we do have our Black Queer Icon of the Week. And that is... Pink Sunday Radio celebrates Pride Month 2023 by highlighting Black queer icons in entertainment. actually got into film by accident I never knew growing up as a gay black girl from the south that like filmmaking was a thing I didn't even have power the morning that Ava called me she called me at like 8 a.m and I was like she must need something like is she okay so I'm like you're all right and she's like yeah you know and she's like we're about to you know start back doing queen sugar but because of you know COVID we have to do it in pods and you know, Lauren Wolkstein's got to come back because she's the producing director and Lisa France was in the middle of shooting her episode. And, you know, we can only have three directors instead of 10. And it sounded like she was going to break my heart. And I was just sitting over there like, no, she ain't. And then she goes, long dramatic pause, because if y'all don't know, Ava's an actress at home. She goes, and I picked you. So now I'm jumping up, screaming, crying, running around the room. I threw the phone on the bed. And then I hear her just going, wait, wait, wait. So I pick up the phone. I'm like, you changed your mind already? And she was like, no, this means you get three episodes. So now I'm going even wilder, right? So I got flown out to shoot my first three episodes of Queen Sugar two days before my 29th birthday. Like my advice to, you know, people that want to be heard or feel like they need to get some issues out there is one, you know, stand firm in your decision but flexible in your approach you know um and go out there and show the things and make the things be loud you know what I'm saying like don't let anybody silence you don't let anybody silence your cause because that's what they're gonna do you know we're under siege we've been under siege forever um and we will probably continue to be there's this young girl Sierra who works in Ava's camp she's like a young version of me a little black lesbian with the puff ball she's from New Orleans mm-hmm. uh and she's you know an aspiring filmmaker and she reminds me a lot of myself so Ava I, I came to know her because of Ava and so I've been giving her you know some uh, some gigs and stuff like that too she's phenomenal Dope. Sierra don't sleep <laughs> That was Sierra Laud, Queen Sugar, also directed 204 Demetrius on P-Valley. So that is our Black Queer Icon of the Week. Without further ado, (laughs) Michael McIvory-Jones, one of the first things we do on this show 
is let our guests introduce themselves. So please, you have the floor, sir. All right, thank you. Um, yeah, again, my name is Michael Jones. Uh, I am an actor, a stuntman, and a writer here in that base in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I started off P Valley and P Valley season one as uh, Little Murders, J.I. Fox Wilkinson's stand-in. And, uh, and as y'all know from season two, I ended up becoming the stuntman and everything else. So uh, yeah, in a nutshell, that's pretty much what I do. Also for hobbies, I'm a skydiving coach. Y'all probably see on my Instagram, I do a lot of jumping out of planes and stuff like that. Uh, just love extreme sports. Um, so anything that gets the, the adrenaline rushing, that's what I'm into. Oh my God, that is so exciting to me. Skydiving coach, yeah. were you always that adventurous? Like, when did you become this adventurous? Because I must say, skydiving, I mean, it's, it's, it's on the bucket list, but I, I you know, way I down, gotten that yet. way down. Yeah, it's a bit different. Um, what it was was really, uh, I started over the pandemic. Um, it was all this like COVID might take us out this down the third. I'm like, well, you know what? I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try something crazy before before COVID take me out if it gets me. You know what I mean? So I uh, so yeah, like a few weeks after my birthday of uh, that summer, I signed up for classes. I took them, and um, at first it was it was different. You know, it's not something. You know, it's not a natural thing. Obviously, you know, to be jumping out. Mm -hmm. They didn't have any refunds. I paid for the class up front, so, <laughs> so, I, had to, so I had to finish the course. And then after a while, I got used to it. And, for sure. Uh, and yeah, now, you know, we got to something jumps later. I'm a coach and everything like that. So, <laughs> yeah. See, I was thinking that you did it in the military. So I'm shocked that it was like a fairly new thing. Because when you actually watch your videos, you look like you've been diving forever. So uh, for it to be like, what, three years that right, <laughs> you've right. been diving is crazy. Yeah, so it was crazy. Uh, when I was in the military, actually, I actually, um, on the PT test, they had a certain qualification when I was in AIT that if you had a certain, if you passed on a certain scale, they would recommend your unit for you to go to airborne uh, school. And uh, I did that. And when I got to my unit, right, so he just looked at my paperwork and he just started laughing. I'm like, yo, what, like, what's funny? You know, like, I did good. And he's like, yeah, we don't, we don't do that here in this unit. We don't support airborne. I was like, oh man. So I was like, so it was kind of always in the back of my mind. You know, but I never thought that it could. But, you know, more airborne is more of like round parachutes and then you just jump out and you just land. Whereas this mm -hmm. one, you're in full controllability. So, you know, it's, it's a little bit different. But, yeah, but I ended up doing it. And, yeah. <laughs> wow. So what was the journey from military to stand-in, actor, stunt double? How would you get from one to the other? Uh, So... I, I, when I when I got out of the military, I, I immediately moved to Atlanta. That my original plan was to move to Tampa. My cousin lived out here. He uh, he was like, "Hey man, stop in Atlanta for a little bit, check me out." And I ended up staying in Atlanta. Um, I was working a few jobs here and here and there as a as a as a waiter, a couple of tire shops and stuff like that. And um, my cousin Richard Brooks, he's actually an actor on he was an uh, actor on Being Mary Jane. Um, oh, okay. And, oh, okay. Yeah, he play he plays uh Patrick, the oldest brother, that one that oldest oh, brother. Oh yes. That's my big cousin. So um so when they, I believe they had moved the production of the show from LA to Atlanta. And when they did that, he hit me up. He's like, Hey cuz, you know, the show's coming out here. Would you like to see what the set set life is like? You know, wanna be an extra. And I was like, Oh yeah, like definitely. Like, how do I sign up? So he sent me the link, took headshots, did all the stuff, whatever. And I've been on set ever since. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yep. 
That's amazing. So what you said you're a writer. Are you do you write television, short films? What are you writing currently? Right. So I started uh, writing a miniseries this year, um, trying my hand back at it. I, I did a writing course uh, back in 2018 when I uh, attended the Art Institute of Atlanta um, and kind of got a little, you know, taste for it. Um, but then stunts and acting and everything else took kind of over. But now, you know, with this strike and everything like that and everything that's going on, things have slowed down. I've actually, I've actually picked it back up and started going back at it um, mm-hmm. and try, trying to, oh, wait, did my screen go off? Uh, yeah, trying to um, go back at it and, you know, try my hand at something different, you know, so hopefully when things get back in motion, I can have something else to bring to the table, you know. Right. So I would imagine being a stuntman, that is very technical, right? Yes. So what kind of training do you have to go through in order to perform such technical mannerisms, technical, I mean, can you give us a little bit of background on that? Yeah, so um, a lot of st- stunt folks come from a lot of like athletic backgrounds or mm-hmm. military backgrounds, stuff like that. Uh, so that that helps a lot um, coming into it. And then you pretty much just fine tune it. A lot of stunts, a lot of people think that with stunts, you have to pretty much know everything like the flips and the karate's and all that mm-hmm. stuff like that. And that's really not the case. Um, you can specialize in certain things pretty much. Like you have people that, you know, do high falls and stair falls, you know. And you have the people that actually do like the martial arts and the hand-to-hand combats, and you have people that do trick flipping and stuff like that. And then right. you put them all together, you know, and, and you can have like three different types of stunt people for one character, you know. Um, so yeah, so you so like one cat, so like one stunt person wouldn't be the actual stunt for the character for the whole movie. Sometimes you have somebody that specializes in driving, somebody that specializes mm-hmm. in you know, different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so basically what I did was I used my military skills, um, and that's how I got in. Um, and then from there, I networked my way into meeting the stunt coordinator named uh, Michael Long. And he has a stunt school called LA Stunt Center. Um, and I, t- I attended that school and then that's where I learned. And then from there, a lot of times he hires from within, you know, the alumni and stuff like that. And, and then okay. go from there pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's great. That's great. What was that one-on-one? Like, did you have a one-on-one meeting with Katori? And and how she wanted you? Okay, you're gonna be little murder stunt double. You're gonna be Montavia stunt double. What was that interaction like? I love well, hearing Katori's stories. Yes. Yeah, so so basically, what happened was so from season season one, um, when when Lil Murder had that fight with Pico in the club, when you know when Pico was talking all that stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, he flipped him <laughs> onto the stage. So at that time, I wasn't his stunt double. I was his standing. But I was looking, and I'm like, you know. I can do that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can do that same stuff or whatever, right? But but at the time, I was probably like, I want to say 20 pounds lighter than what I am now. So I didn't have the, the size that I had, you know, comparable to, to uh, Alphonse. Um, so when the next season rolled around, um, I actually asked um, the producer, Patrick. I was like, hey, Patrick, you know, can you introduce me to the stunt coordinator, Freddie Poole? And then um, he pretty much introduced me and I said, hey, Freddie, you know, his stand-in, you know, I trained his stunts, da da da. Uh, you know, what's the chances of me becoming, you know, his stunt double? And then it was actually Freddie, I believe, who actually went to talk to Katori for me and and see if all that stuff can get approved. You know, because you know, being a stand-in, like some, I, have, I would have to be on set, you know, in order to get you know the lighting and everything right. But at the same time, right. if it's a day where I have to do standing and stunts, you know, it kind of, it kind of gets difficult, you know, because I have to be in kind of like two places at the same time. 
So right. sometimes you don't you don't want that to happen because you need you need the, a smooth running operation when you're filming because you don't want to have take time away from one thing to another. So so anyway, we worked it out. You know, it ended up working out. Um, and uh, yeah, they, I, I got blessed to, uh, to to double fines as well, murder. Yeah, that's amazing. So do people typically specialize in stunts? Like you said, people, some people do flips and some people do that. Like, I'm assuming that in the school you learn everything, but when people get out of the school, do they typically specialize in certain types of stunts? A lot of the times, yes. Um, like like for me, uh, high falls obviously was my favorite. So I continued and I took that up higher. Um, you have, we uh, in the school, I learned um, like many, many air ramps, uh, trampolines, um, hand hand combat stuff like that car hits uh, but I wasn't when I when I looked at the the pool of stunt of stunt people and I looked at like their experience and just being real with myself like okay they've been doing this for a very very long time you know and they're very proficient in it, and I'm just kind of getting there you know so so from the likelihood of me getting these jobs are very low so let me look at something that where I don't see too many people saturated in it and let me take that over you know so me taking high falls up into skydiving. There's not too many black skydivers that do it for a movie and stuff like that. That that would do stunts and acting and all that stuff like that. So I figured, let me get into that that part of the market. And uh, so, yeah, in a way, yeah, people do go and specialize in different things, but they do learn a, a, a broad knowledge of everything else, just in case you know the job does entail that. You know, because a lot of the times things that that look very technical on screen, you make it look very technical, but it's actually sometimes very easy. Um, you know. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's all about those angles. So what's a stunt that when you saw it, you thought was going to be super difficult, but when you did it, you were like, wait, that was kind of easy though. <laughs> um, hmm. uh, I, don't know, I don't know if I can say this one. Uh, I'll have... So there's one where this, the movie hasn't come out yet, but there's one where, where did, uh, it's, it's tough to say. It's, there's fire involved, and I thought I was going to get burnt up, and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I think that's, yeah, like that, that was probably one of the intense, like, yeah, you know, like something that can really, really hurt me and stuff like that. Yeah. So when people think about stunts, they think about things like that, like fire and all kind of crazy things. So, right. like, what are some of the stunts that you've done in P Valley that people like wouldn't think that was something a stunt double would be needed for? Like, what what are some of your scenes? Uh, so a lot of scenes um, were more because um, I have to give it up to Fonz. Fonz actually executed it, executed pretty much all his stunts. Um, I, I was like. As some man, we're there for the previous, so we we do the, all the technical stuff, you know, ahead of time. We, we work it out for the cameras, stuff like that. Um, so one, so like I believe it's episode three, I want to say, where it was the fight between uh, Big Teak and Pico outside yep. the club, mm -hmm. and um, we had to practice, you know, them like where Teak and Pico are going at, it and Lumber has to come and grab them off. Well, they're swinging punches and stuff like that, so we have to work out okay. Where are we going to grab him from so a punch doesn't just swing and hit Fonz in the face when he comes out there, right? And then when the shooting, when the shootout happens and stuff like that, and there's a mass scatter and everything like that, in the back of the hearse, um, because the way the doors open, there's mm -hmm. a hinge. And he has, you know, Lil' Murder dives into it. So he has to like literally clear that hinge because if he doesn't clear that hinge, he can either hit his head, his face, gouge himself, whatever. Right. So we have to work stuff like that out, you know what I mean? And then I'll do it a couple times, show him like, okay, this is that, this is the angle here, da da da. And then 
we let the actor take over. And then if the actor feels comfortable with it, go ahead, because we want as much authenticity, you know, as we can, you know, out of, out of the project. So that's that's one of them. Uh, another one, I would say. Um, episode 209, uh, of course, the big fight scene with the game yeah. fight um, that that one, I actually got punched in the face. Um, during, during like in the, real life, yeah. So, 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 <laughs> so that's that's the thing, you know. Like when we were rehearsing, um, we rehearsed that we rehearsed that probably for like a week too. That that fight, that fight scene, it, was, it took a little while. Um, but yeah, the, there's the, the part where you know Lil Murder comes down, he hits the guy, and then he gets hit. Well, we didn't. The other stunt double and I, we didn't have our spacing right, and you know we're going at it trying to make it look real, and he actually catches me, and it's like boom. You know, like oh. I mean, I'm still trying to act, and I'm like, oh, my God, okay. Like, <laughs> First aid kit. I, I First aid kit. They're holding me up right now. I just got knocked out, you know. <laughs> like, just keep holding me, dog. Drag me, please. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, like, so when things like that happen, I, I, you know, I'll go and tell the fans, like, hey, you know, before you go up there, because I just got hit, just make sure y'all have y'all spacing. Make sure you go slow first and then speed it up, da 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 And then he went in there, and he did exactly what he needed to do. Um, and then, and then for, and then for like, uh, things that are like not, not combat related or anything like that, like, uh, when, um, the Mercedes dance double does the flip off the pole over Lil Murder, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so we rehearse that a couple times too, right? And we don't want to always rehearse it with the actor because if she doesn't clear him, she falls on his neck. Now he's hurt. Now we have to shut right. down. It's not a third. So those are things that, you know, stunt double. So it's not always all, all the time going to always be on screen. A lot of it is just to work out the technicalities. So when we put the actor in there, everything can just go flawless. We have a good day. You go home, you know? Mm-hmm. So like what? So is what there anything that you've like? ever? Go ahead, Josh. Sorry. I know it's okay. <laughs> um, has there, is there anything you don't do? Like, is there a deal breaker thing that you're like, absolutely not? Um, like, is there a deal breaker thing that as far as I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it kind of went out. You're we're fine. Here. Okay, it just it just depends, it just depends on how technical it is and how safe are we gonna be doing it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that, that that's pretty much the gist of it. Is it gonna be safe? Is it gonna be worth it? You know, like is the shot gonna be worth it? Does it make sense? Does it tell the story the right way? You know, mm-hmm. all, all those things have to make sense. You know what I mean? Um, but but a lot of the times, I mean, especially with like now, especially with computer generation and stuff like that, a lot of times we don't have to do too too, too much crazy stuff. Um, but but yeah, but like I, I, there, there's, I mean, I think I'll have to be presented with it to see first what I will reject mm-hmm. yeah. uh, before I reject okay. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love that. So you talked about like like being there to practice the scene because they don't want Alphonse to be there to practice over and over again. How is that different from what a stand-in would do? So where's the difference between, I, I would think that was a yeah. stand-in, but that's a stunt double thing. Right. So yeah, so that's a stunt double because there's a lot of physical action going on. There's a lot of movement mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Or stand-in, we're literally um, setting the marks for the cameras, for the lighting okay. and for the grips and everything like that. So we'll literally like, we'll, we'll, uh, come in. Well, first the actors they'll have their first team rehearsal. They'll rehearse with each other, the the, um, the cinematographers, the director, and everybody else. Uh, they'll they'll do their part rehearsal. Then they'll bring the stand-ins in and everybody else. 
uh, and we'll watch them actually perform the scene. And when we watch them perform the scene, we're looking for each beat and each mark that our respective characters step in, what line they they step into that mark at, you know, which which way their body's facing, all that stuff. As a standard, we have to kind of remember that. But we also have help from the uh, the camera department. They also place like marking tape down and stuff like that. So when when the lighting department is telling, okay, hit your first mark, hit your second mark, final mark, stuff like that, we know where, mm-hmm. to, where to go. So as a stand-in, yeah, so we're following along with the script, you know, okay, he stepped here on this line, I'll mark that off right there, da 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 When the second team rehearsal, now they're going to go change into their costumes and go fine-tune the scene where they're setting, getting the lighting set up and all that stuff. Okay. So just to pivot real quick. Yeah. So Black Panther. Yeah. I saw you in the Black Panther suit. Yes, yes, yes. I, I need I need the background because you know that's iconic. Yeah, yeah. RIP, <laughs> yeah. rest in peace, yeah. Chadwick. Yeah, I yeah, mean, beautiful soul. Yeah, Can yeah. you please give us a little background on you in the Black Panther? Yes. Panthers? So the Black Panther um is crazy. All right, so it's all everybody, you know, I know the famous well, how can I say it? Lisa Ray said she said network across, right? So when I started, when I started off after being Mary Jane as an extra and everything like that, uh, I continued being an extra doing these sets. I met a PA named Jeff Carranza. He was um, he started off as a background PA, you know. And as I as I started going up the ranks as like background feature background and stand and all that stuff, he was going climbing up the ranks on the on the PA side. Um, so Black Panther comes around, and it was crazy because I had not at all worked on the on the movie at all. Like, I didn't apply for any extra roles. I didn't I didn't want to I didn't want to work on it because I wanted it to be fresh. I didn't I didn't want to know anything about the mm-hmm. movie. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So he ends up calling he's like, hey, you know, my I need an extra, you know what I mean, to uh do this scene to I mean to to double um Chadwick and I, f- I forget what Dan Kalua's uh character name is, but it was a scene where they were they had an orb and they were talking to Shuri through the orb. So he, mm-hmm. like, he told me everything. I was like, okay, cool. That's fine. Mm-hmm. So I drive there the next day and I get to Tyler Perry studio, mm-hmm. sign in and everything. And I'm just thinking that I'm going to go to like a regular, like, you know, change intent and everything like that. And the the base camp PA, he's like, all right, come with me. So I go with them and they're like, all right, here's your trailer. So I'm looking at the trailer, like, and it says T'Challa double. So I'm like, I'm just, I'm going <laughs> so I go in there and like the garment bag is in there. So I unzip the garment bag and it's the Black Panther suit. So I zip it back up. And <laughs> I'm like, hey, Jeff, hey, I think I'm in the wrong trailer or something. They put me in the wrong thing or whatever because the suit is in here. He's like, I'm like the Black Panther suit. It's not what you showed me. He's like, yeah, put that on. I said, I don't think you heard me. <laughs> Like yeah, not like the not the, not the thing that T'Challa had on in the thing, the actual fighting suit. He's like, yeah, put that on. I said, all right. <laughs> so I put it on or whatever, right? So I put it on, and um, and yeah, I, I knock on the door, or whatever, because they had like these uh, security guards out there. I didn't know at the time that people were flying drones over top of Tyler Perry Studios trying to get shots of like what the costume would look like and you know. Mm-hmm. Stuff. So when I knocked on the door, the guy like opens the door, hands me this huge like Darth Vader robe and I put it on. And then he's like, when you step out, just keep your head down. And I have like three huge dudes just walking me to set. And when I get into set, um, 
Ryan Coogler is sitting there talking to Chadwick. <laughs> you know, oh. Chadwick is in his Black Panther suit. You know what I mean? And I'm sitting there like, what's going on? You know, like, <laughs> I, I, like I really have no clue what's going on. You know what I mean? Surreal. Right. So I'm just like, I'm looking around. It's like blue screen stuff everywhere. It's just, the, the spaceship is over there. And I'm just like, what am I here for? Because I have no clue. Like, I, I have no rehearsal, nothing. No knowledge of what's happening. And, um, yeah, and then and then Brian and, and, and uh, Chadwick break off. Chadwick goes, he's he has, uh, like, personal, uh, I think it was, like, his assistant. Um, she was, like, helping him do something. And then Ryan goes into the spaceship, and they're, like, all right, go into the spaceship or whatever. So I go into the spaceship. And pretty much what I was doing was photo doubling the opening scene. We had to reshoot that part. Okay. The opening scene for that. Okay. And then, um, so I'm in there, and then like, now this this is the, this part is funny because I really thought I messed up. So I'm get I get in there, and they hand me the Black Panther helmet. I'm sitting in the in the chair, in the in the uh, spaceship chair, and in the, I guess you could say the captain seat. And Ryan's like, rub 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 the uh, helmet with with your thumb or whatever. So I'm like, all right, so I'm, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, all right. So he's like, no, nah, I'm not like really rubber like 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 you're thinking about like you know Ryan's like very particular with his direction, mm-hmm. yeah. Wants, mm-hmm. right? And I noticed at the time it's my very first. It's like the first ten minutes of meeting, right? So I'm mm-hmm. trying different things like trying two fingers, like rubbing it like that, <laughs> all kinds of stuff like that. And he's like, yeah, you know what? Just bring Chad back in. I'm like, bam. So I got up and everything. So and then like and then uh Kevin and I walked by, we bumped hands. That was that was literally the only time after that, the last time I seen him. And then they took me to another set um where I had to uh, photo double to Shaka, his father, uh Black Panther's father. Wow. He had the garment on and he uh, ended up killing his brother because he took the vibranium to the roots, you know, to the outside world and stuff yeah. like that. So oh it was actually me like killing him and getting the vibranium out of his hand, stuff like that. So I was there pretty much photo double and do all that stuff, and I had no clue. Like I literally just threw me in there, and yeah, that's how that's how I became Black Panther. For I mean, that's <laughs> an amazing story. That's an that's an amazing, amazing story. And I think it's a perfect story to take us into a beautiful break about grind. Are you an everyday hustler? Are you always on your steady grind? Are you a black storyteller that matters? Check out actor and philanthropist J. Alphonse Nicholson's signature apparel line at fivegrinds.com and pick up a t-shirt, hoodie, and book bag and tell the world who you are. That's F-I-V-E grinds.com. <laughs> One of, listen... We love steady grind here, okay? I, I, your story, your story right there, and everything you've talked about up until now has been just what Alphonse talks about all the time, okay? So, my God, I, mean, I learned so much from that man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, everybody we've had on the show who's interacted with Alphonse has discussed how great. He is to them. So um, I think my next question for you is there's been so much talk about um, when it comes down to just how much Alphonse contributes to his scenes, who is who's doing what this, that and the third. 
Can you tell our audience that, I mean, because it's about credit, right? And it's about the work that the actor is putting in. Can you just confirm you are yeah. not stunt, baby. You're not stunt doubling for. All right, so, yeah, no, come so, out. Here's, so, here, so here's the thing. So you have stunt doubles. Yeah, thank photo you. Doubles. You have mm-hmm. body doubles. Okay, you have fit models. You have all it's all kinds of different things, and they're all different. Mm-hmm. All right, now, so <laughs> the answer to everybody's question is no. I did not double any of, of the scenes that he did. Um, what I will say though is. As a stand-in, mm. we do depending. So depending on on how comfortable you are right. with the situation and what's going on, mm. uh, we do attempt to get the positions down right. You know what I'm saying for the for the lighting for the camera. So when the actors do come in, they don't have to worry about shifting around. They can just focus on what okay. they have to do. So. Before the cameras are rolling, we get the angles. After the cameras are rolling, it's actors. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. Okay. So for you. so for an intimacy scene, it would be a stand-in for Alphonse and a stand-in for Nico getting the spacing and the things like that right yeah. before the actors. Absolutely, yeah. There's no motion or anything like that. There's no nothing nothing like it's literally just the position, static, you know, not moving. They get everything, lighting on the face, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And Second team out, first team in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. okay. Basically, to get the X's where it's they not, go. Yeah, because you know, because because especially with scenes like that, um, like you know, it's it's like obviously it's very intimate, right? And it's supposed to be very intimate, but then you still have fifty people sometimes like looking at it. You know, yeah. people <laughs> people looking at it, mm-hmm. like the camera folks that's right there, ten feet away. You know what I'm saying? The sound, you got a you got a boom, you got a microphone right here off camera. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get all that right. kind of perform, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, so we try to make it as seamless as possible, you know what I mean? So where they're not, you know what I mean, yeah, in uncomfortable in an uncomfortable situation too long, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm Valley. glad that you answered that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm Pete Because Valley. a lot of people are still debating it, you know before yeah. that yeah. i'm sorry no. to you we just <laughs> no you're fine <laughs> it, was, it was crazy right because like i didn't know what was going on at first so i, I opened up my instagram i've never i always had the same number of, of friends at, on facebook as i had on instagram family <laughs> friends for years right so like one day it's like i opened on instagram it's like plus 100 i'm like what's going on <laughs> another 200 so i'm like what so then my home girl hit me up she's like hey yo you're all over the blogs i'm like for what and then she sent me the link and i said oh i just let it boil over or whatever and, that, and it kept going on i'm like all right so i tried to tell people like hey you know stunt doubles don't do that you know we do these other things mm-hmm. Yeah, and, but yeah, you can't fight the internet. So I was just like, all right, whatever. I know. <laughs> yeah, I saw a couple of your videos. Like, look, no, I was not in the scene. And what's hilarious on that video in the comments, people be like, no, but we know. Like, okay, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, whatever. They, they, they're experts. So I'm like, hey, if you're the expert. I mean. Hey, it yeah. is what it is. I guess I did it. <laughs> they, they, will take, they will take the video of you saying, no, I don't do it, and be like, right. see, he said he did it. 
That's not yeah. what that video right. posted for. <laughs> yeah. They'll literally put some different videos before or after. So it sounds like you said, like, the internet is right. a wild place, man. Yeah. It's just a wild place. So yeah. you started out as a uh, stand-in, then stunts, but then we got a few scenes with you. You were Montavious, ghost of Christmas past in one scene, but you also yes. were in the scene with um, Andre and Haley as, I guess, one of Andre's friends for his campaign. So him. how did we go here to the actual acting on P-Valley? Uh, yeah, um, pretty much. I'm just blessed to, to like be in the right height and size range of, of all these. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so yeah, so, so actually it, it started, um, the, the first one I did on season two was actually, um, the reflection of the screen mask, looking at, um, grandmother Ernestine inside, inside the window when the Clifford's mm -hmm. uh, cousins were coming to kidnap oh, her. Yeah. That, reflection, that reflection looking at, at grandma, that's that, that that's me. Um, and then the Montavious thing, I actually ended up, I was standing for, for um, Montavious on season one. Um, so it kind of worked out that when season two came around and they needed that, you know, for him right there to come out. Um, yeah, the suit pretty much just fit <laughs> falsely. So they're like, hey, you know, just throwing the Montavious thing. We're going to get this, you know, get this shot. It's like, hey, let's do it, you know? And then, um, and then for, and then for the role. So the, the role as Andre's intern. So it was it was pretty tough, right, to 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 get me on the show, um, because it was like where where are they gonna put me, you know what I mean? Because I look so much like Fonz, especially like when I have the haircuts, because throughout the whole season mm -hmm. I literally look like him, like mm -hmm. I'm literally his, I'm his fit model, right? So like the murder the murder haircut, I had to get that cut on my head first, it had to get approved, and then they cut on his hair, you know, stuff like that. Me me and uh, Alphonse both got our hair dyed at the same time and stuff like that. So. I was pretty much a little murder throughout the whole season. I pretty when I'm at home after like wear a do rag when I go out and stuff like that, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Um. So so uh, I kind of lost my train of thought there, but pretty much, um, yeah, it was kind of hard for me to to, to replace me because it was like I looked too much like him. What kind of character can they can they put me in? And we definitely can't have a, a scene where we're in the same scene together. Right. Um, yeah. Uh -huh. But they, you know, the writers and the producers, they, they they figured it out. Um, they figured out where where they could put it, and and they um, they 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 blessed me with the line, you know, with the a couple lines in the scene with uh, with uh, Parker and and Elarica and Dan, and um, yeah, it was it was a blessing, you know. I, they told me like the week before, they were like, hey, you know, we got something for you. I was like, yo, that's love, you know. And it's it's a real family for real, like it's a real family for real. Like we all look out for each other, you know. We make sure everybody's good, so them to do that I, I was like you know thank you and, and actually it, it gave me new life because i started acting even more i started taking classes and getting more roles so I love that. <laughs> yeah, worked out really well. nice. yeah i love that it truly it truly is a family that is uh one of the best things about p valley is the family Thanks, and we Anika. have a Facebook comment from Onika Marie that says, this is awesome, wonderful cast. Kudos to Michael Jones, superb and talented actor. Seen him in some excellent movies doing stunts. Thank you. So that was a nice <laughs> comment. That was beautiful. So outside of P-Valley, mm -hmm. you've also done some other things. I'm going to show this quick little clip of you.
What are you doing now? Now I'm resisting arrest. So where? So this show is Judge Me Not that's based on uh, Judge Lynn Toller. Um, It's on the All Black Network. So how did you get there? And have you met Judge Toller? It was crazy. I actually auditioned for three other roles I didn't even audition for the cop role. I also did the other roles and I didn't get them. Um, and then probably about a few days before they actually, uh, before we, we shot that, they they contacted me and said, hey, we want to book you for the cop. You know, I was like, I'll take it. Let's do it. <laughs> and uh, and it, it ended up happening, happening to be also the last day of filming uh, for, for the, uh, for the season. So, um, so yeah, it, it was it was it was cool when when we got there though because uh, we were so crunched for time. We actually got that scene done. I want to say maybe about fifteen. Oh wow! Okay. Twenty minutes, like we knocked it out. All the different things, everything like that. Like the team, they were like they were on it, <laughs> you know. And we got that knocked out. So yeah, that's that's pretty much how that works. Sometimes you, you audition for a whole bunch of other stuff, don't get it, do mm-hmm. something else, you know. So it's part. Exactly. Yeah. It sounds like it's yeah. all about opportunities, and you take advantage of them, which I love that because that's what life is about, taking opportunities and the blessings and we love that. So, we have a game. Do you like to play games? Okay, okay, then we have lightning round, okay? We have two rounds. Miss Tia is going to tell you how the game works. So, lightning round works like this. We have two rounds, and there's four different this or that's for each round. So, you basically tell us which one you prefer or like better or in that range, and kind of like first thing that comes to your mind, no explanations, no extra, just tell (laughs) us the first thing that comes to your mind when we give you the two options. So, we're going to start with the women's of P-Valley. So, Mercedes or Farrah? <laughs> uh Farah. Okay. Ailey or Miss Mississippi. Oh um <laughs> damn. <laughs> uh I have to cry. I probably oh damn. I'll probably go all them. Okay. Um, okay. Whisper or roulette? Whisper or roulette? Yeah, yeah. Roulette. Whisper kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brazil or toy? So you know what's crazy about these? 
right, well, you know what? Okay. <laughs> okay. Tell us what's yeah. crazy. Yeah, because tell us what's crazy. You should tell us. Toy. Toy, okay. Yeah. Okay. So the next category is extreme sports since you out here skydiving. And did I see that you also mm -hmm. base jump? Yeah. So yeah, my wife just found out too. I ain't yeah. I ain't oh, did that. I just tell her or did somebody? Else? Oh, no, I just, just not now, yeah, I been here. Tia. Yeah, so. I was like, oh no, my dry snitching. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. Ooh, we apologize. <laughs> we apologize. We are so sorry. <laughs> we will look closer at our NDA next time. So the first one is sky skydiving or bungee jumping. Oh, skydiving all day. I don't talk about bungees. Okay, dokie. So base jumping or rock climbing. Base jumping because if I fall off, I need some. <laughs> <laughs> so, scuba diving or whitewater rafting? Ooh, you know what's crazy? Yeah, you know what's scuba diving because, yeah, the boats don't. Okay. okay. Yeah. Hang gliding or parasailing? I'll say parasailing. Okay. 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 All right. Oh man, thank you so much for playing. I thought we was. Oh, that was something else. I think that was the first lightning round that took a minute. Yeah. Can I see all those women almost like my sister sometimes? Like, oh yeah. Oh. That makes sense. Yeah, we all said like, hey, sis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get on Pink Sunday Radio and you gotta yeah, choose. Yeah, I gotta choose. <laughs> like, what are y'all doing to me? Yeah. <laughs> oh my love y'all. Y'all watch. I love y'all. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I have a quick question. Is there anything that you haven't done yet that is still on your list of things to do? Um, like it, like overall, or in like movies and TV, or. Overall, well, dealer's choice, <laughs> personal goals, or about something you would like to do as far as movies and theater, right? Well, one, I well, one goal that I had for the end of this year is I'm going to start shooting my mini series that I've been writing. Um, definitely, definitely want to start shooting that and get that out. Um, especially with all the different platforms that are out now, like you know, I know a lot of people always talk about Tubi's and Voodoo's and all that stuff, but hey, like it's, it's a platform to get your stuff out there. Uh, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. But hey, you're watching it, right? So, so that, that that's the whole point. Right. So I'm gonna start filming that, um, and then also I want I want a uh, wingsuit by the pyramids. A lot of my friends have done it, and I haven't done it yet. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to wingsuit by the pyramids in Egypt. Yeah. That sounds yeah, dope. I love that. That's very specific. Yes, mm -hmm. I love it. 
love that too. I love that too. Well, Mr. Michael McIver Jones, thank you so much for joining Pink Sunday Radio. Before you go, please tell the audience, I think you just gave us a little insight, but any upcoming projects, tell us where they can find you, tell the audience where they can find you or any other things, social drops you want to give us. Uh, yeah, um, you can find me on Instagram. I pretty much am only on Instagram, Facebook, Instagram, and stuff like that. But Instagram at Mick Ivory Jones. Um, as y'all saw, I have Judge Me Not, uh, that's that's out there in episode three. Um, watch that on All Black Network. I also have um, another movie that I filmed called 90 Days Past Due, uh, that's in post right now. Should be releasing, uh, I believe, on BET. Um, what else I did? Another project. Oh, I'm on uh, Wicked City. Uh, just filmed Wicked City season two. That's going to be coming out on All Black also pretty soon. And um, might y'all might just catch me on Noah's Ark, the new movie, Noah's Ark movie coming out. Okay. We might. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know we do that rewatch oh podcast for Noah. <laughs> <Yeah, I'm watching. laughs> <laughs> we love some Noah's Ark. Uh, yeah, look out for that. Look out for that. Yeah. We'll be okay. looking for you in there. It's a lot of familiar faces on there. This movie gonna be good. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we love that. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. No problem. All right. Bye. Sunday radio.